right, welcome to episode 24 of the Phillies Focus Pod. On today's show, I'll be looking back at the series versus the Giants and the Cardinals. The amazing month of August for both Trey Turner and Bryce Harper, as well as a look at some of the more unsung members of this team, such as Edmundo Sosa and Christopher Sanchez. Briefly look over the injury report as well as the week ahead of us. So without further ado, let's get this show started. Everyone was asked their favorite superheroes. You said Scooby-Doo. I, I didn't realize Scooby-Doo was a superhero. Can you kind of explain his superhero lore? I mean, well, first off, he's a dog, right? And he can talk. Fair enough. Okay. Two balls and two strikes. Infield creeps in again. Duvall ready. He kicks the pitch. Swing and a liner off of Duvall. It's through. It's a base hit. Stott scores. Marsh being waved home. He's going to score. And the Phillies have just won it. Trey Turner wins it. With a smash back up the middle off of Duvall, and the Phillies take a 4-3 win. Wow. What a finish tonight as Trey Turner plays the hero for the Phillies. Wow. (laughs) Speechless. And how about that walk-off by Trey Turner last Tuesday versus the Giants? Oh, man, to, I had a feeling during that game, it just kind of seemed like uh, the Phillies were going to strike at the end. It had that um, just that overall atmosphere to it. Sometimes you can sense it the other way around when it's a tight game. They might be up one or tied. You just feel like they're not going to hold on that night. It had the opposite feel that night, so... What a ninth innings. Uh, what a at-bat by Bryson Stott to draw. ultimately get hit by a pitch to start it off. Um, J.K. flies out. So, And then Brandon Marsh with a huge uh, base hit to set up first and third, one out for Schwarber. Marsh then steals second, opening up first base, and they decided to walk Schwarber, load the bases, one out for Trey Turner, and something that... Uh, some of the Phillies and Kyle Schwarber started to do last year when Gene Segura was getting walked um, with uh, intentionally walked or the person in front of Segura was getting intentionally walked to uh, bring up Segura. They were yelling uh, things to Segura like they uh, they they walked me to get to you and you know they uh, this and that. So just trying to uh, psychologically pump the player up, make them feel slighted. Schwarber did that to uh, Trey Turner um, after after they walked him and Turner came up and Schwarber was yelling things to try to motivate him and uh, what a what an awesome walk off base hit by Turner just another testament to this incredible turnaround that we're witnessing in August so what an awesome win on Tuesday night Wednesday almost almost had a just as if not more exciting victory. Uh, wasn't able to pull it out. Unfortunately, lost eight to six in the tenth inning. Harper did tie it. They were down five two in the ninth inning, and Harper hit a three run home run off the right field foul pole to tie it. Uh, Craig Kimbrell did not look good in the top of the tenth to try to uh, to hold on to the lead or hold on to uh, 
the game, keep them scoreless in the 10th, give them a chance in the bottom 10th, or at least just give up one. But ended up giving up three runs in the in the um, the 10th inning. The Phillies did score the zombie runner, but fell, like I said, by a score of 8-6 to six on Wednesday. Had a uh, rest day on Thursday. Welcomed the Cardinals back into town um, at the bank. And I'll tell you what, this series, especially the last two games, was very, very reminiscent from Wheeler and Nola from... Uh, Last October down at Bush Stadium, they they won 7-2 to on Friday behind a strong outing from Christopher Sanchez. Six innings, two runs, no walks. Um, and then came Wheeler and Nola on Saturday and Sunday. They exploded again offensively. What a month at the plate, adding on to their uh, franchise record for home runs in a month at this point. They're well over 50. I don't know the exact number, but the previous record was 47 four home runs in a month so they're just raking it um 12 to 1 on saturday wheeler was incredible seven innings a one run 10 strikeouts to zero walks arguably his best start of the season uh followed it up with a shutout on sunday uh bats cooled off a little bit but they got what they needed um one three to nothing nola was trying to outdo Wheeler from the day before. Seven innings, one hit, zero runs, nine strikeouts, one walk. So overall, the St. Louis series was extremely decided um, or one-sided. Uh, 22 to three, the Phillies outscored them by. The pitching staff, accumulative from Sanchez, Wheeler, and Nola, went 20 innings, only gave up three runs, 25 strikeouts to just one walk. So. Um, just an incredible shutdown weekend by the Phillies pitching staff. And Wheeler and Nola, um, man, was that an incredible to see. I, Wheeler's been playing really well for some time now. Um, if you just take out a few bad innings here and there, he's been elite for many months. Um, Nola's been kind of all over the place for a while as well. But um, to see them do what they did versus the Cardinals on Saturday and Sunday was extremely encouraging as we're heading into the final final month of the year for only uh 31 games left really hard to believe um so after the weekend series well and then last night uh welcome the angels into town they won by a score of six to four on the back of more home runs by turner and harper uh turner had his third two-run home run game of uh or third two home run game of the season so far and Harper hit another home run uh yesterday so that powered them to the 6-4 victory to improve the record to 73 and 58 we sit at with just 31 games left um bumps them all the way up to four and a half games up in the wild card over um well over uh the Cubs they're four over the Cubs they are five over the Giants and then um, I'm blanking on that. Who has the third wild card spot right now? It's not the Reds. Uh, Diamondbacks. So they're four and a half up over the the Diamondbacks. Um, five over the Giants and four over the Cubbies. So things are looking pretty good as of right now. Got to keep this stretch going. They I was surprised to hear they did have an identical record this time last year. Seventy three fifty eight. Um, they're on pace for ninety wins. That would leave them what at a uh, seventeen and fourteen. So seventeen and fourteen would get them to ninety. Let's maybe maybe go like 
18 and 13, 19 and 12. Let's go 19 and 12 and get to uh get to 92 wins. That'd be something, huh? Um so yeah, as I mentioned earlier, how about uh Trey Turner and Bryce Harper, the months they're having just it's incredible to witness at this point. Uh Harper hasn't really struggled uh much throughout this year in spite of his power slumping and and uh what was it July his power was lacking a little bit. Um, and he was in a prolonged slump, a home run slump, but those days are long gone at this point. How about this from Turner and Harper? Um, this is in the month of August. So Turner batting averages are Turner 313, Harper 360. Turner has 31 hits this month to Harper's 32 hits. They both have eight doubles. Turner has seven home runs. Harper has eight home runs. They both have 20 RBIs. Turner, in the month of August, has a 961 OPS. He, uh, has, he's only been above 700 one other month this season, um, and it was in the 700s. So to go all the way up to 961, and this is all post-ovation, by the way. Um, so Turner has 961 OPS in August to Harper's 1,189 OPS. Um, so yeah, this is that's kind of what this team had been waiting on for a long time offensively. They had been treading water. They had been playing uh, good stretches of baseball here, mixed in with some bad stretches, but. They're two big guys. They are their their two best players all around. For them to, you know, both be putting up around a thousand OPS, uh, you know, sixteen, seventeen extra base hits, um, in just one month, um, knocking in runs, stealing bases. Uh, this team, as you can see, this offense is just um, taking off quite literally, considering uh, the record-setting month. In as far as home runs are concerned, it's like everything has been clicking uh, the way that we were waiting on for so long with uh, with Turner overall, with Harper's power that there wasn't a whole lot of concern. It seems it seems like from um, from the Phillies and the fan base, everyone kind of figured that he would pull it together. But um, to see him doing it at uh, in this in this month as we're heading into the final stretch uh, just couldn't be couldn't be more welcome so for these two to be clicking in in the capacity that that they are um yeah the rest will follow suit you can you can definitely see uh after the fans showed support to turner what it's done for him personally but it's also seemed to have uh have been like an advantageous effect to the rest of the team as well everybody else started clicking um and playing well. I mean, Castellanos was struggling at the time, and, you know, look uh, how good he's been this month as well. Um, when you look at even some some other guys like uh, Bryson Stott has been continuing on. Uh, Boom, Schwarber's had a much better month. Um, so everything is just kind of falling into place. Um, it's a little weird, right? Like, it, don't, it, almost, uh, it almost feels too good to be true right now. I'm kind of on uh i guess trauma triggers on the edge of my seat just expecting something bad to happen at this point but definitely in enjoying this this run while we're here um and this is uh quite the perfect time to be 
fine tuning everything and just honing in, getting getting ready for that. Uh, hopefully, three game series at Citizens Bank Park in early October. That's the goal right now, right? So, Harper Turner, uh, just incredible, along with Wheeler and Nola. Uh, so the star players are starting to round into form. Um, on the opposite end of that spectrum, more unsung guys, uh, bench pieces, if you will. Um, Edmundo Sosa has been quietly p- putting together a nice season after a so-so start. He was he was getting a lot of playing time earlier on in the year. It seemed like he was exposed a little bit, but in his uh, in his reserve role over the last couple months, um, he seems to really be refinding uh, the player that he was last year when we acquired him in the the St. Louis trade. So since July 1st, Sosa has batted in 25 games. Um, he's hitting 315 in that span, getting on base at a clip of 410. Um, and then he has a 970 OPS since July 1st with three home runs. Um plays above adequate defense, above average defense. So Edmundo Sosa is quietly um, putting together a really nice season for this Phillies team that has uh, desperately needed his services from from start to finish. I mean, once Derek Hall went down, that was a game changer early on in the year when he started initially as Hoskins' replacement and ended up barely playing at all this season for them. Um Sosa was thrust into uh, a lot of bats, a lot of at bats early on, especially against left-handed pitching. Um, uh, so it's like uh, you know, for him to come through the way that he has has been enormous. There's been so many guys on this team that have stepped up very similarly to last year. Even Jake Cave over the last month um, or a few weeks at least has been really good too. It's going to be interesting to see what the uh the Phillies do with Jake Cave once uh Christian Pache kind of makes his way back from injury um for that final roster spot so we uh we shall see so Edmundo Sosa awesome to see how well he's been playing as well um Christopher Sanchez mentioned his, his Friday outing against St. Louis uh what a godsend he has been as well it's very similar to what Bailey Falter did last year when there were some uh, some rest concerns, some injury concerns on this uh, on the Philly staff um, with Wheeler sitting out and whatnot. Falter came in and just really, in many ways, saved the season last year with what he was able to do. Um, I would argue Christopher Sanchez has come in uh, and done the same thing this year and, and then some. I think it's even more impressive because now this has been over a longer period for um, over two months now. Over two months now, Christopher Sanchez has been in this rota- rotation um, since June 17th is when he got his second call up uh, for the year. He only had one game previous to that. I believe that was at Coors Field um, at some point in April. But since June 17th, his call up, he has a 3.14 ERA, 66 innings pitched. He would have more, but his first game, uh, he went four scoreless innings at Oakland and he had to get removed because he, his hand got hit by a pitch. Um, but he was rolling in that one too. But so, um, yeah, six, uh, 3.14 ERA in 12 starts, 66 innings pitched, 59 strikeouts. So almost a strikeout per inning and only 10 walks. That's been the biggest improvement in his game is his command. Just 
that was a knock on him last year throughout his career early on this year was his his ability or lack thereof uh to fully con- control and command the ball um yeah again only only 10 walks in 12 starts incredible um He's only allowed more than three runs once all year in 13 games started, even including that April start. Um, He's only allowed three walks in a game once this year as well. Um, Five of his 13 games started have come without a walk altogether with zero walks. Um, And six quality starts in the 12 games started since since, uh, June 17th. Um, Again, that that probably would have been seven had he not got hit in the hand in the first game. So arguably seven out of 12 um, starts have been quality starts. And uh, what more can you possi- could you possibly want from a back-of-the-rotation starter uh, than what you got from Sanchez? I mean, if you were going to acquire a guy like him on the market, uh, the cost would be, would be enormous. And um, for him to step in and do what he did, I mean, he's... He's making a name for himself. He's putting himself on the market, and he's showing that he uh, he can pitch in the majors, and and adequately so. I mean, he's he's been one of their most consistently best pitchers in this span. Um, so you can't. I don't think you can really understate enough uh, what he and n- numbers aside, all these numbers I'm talking about. Um, when you think of the state of this bullpen and how they did get worked fairly hard early on. Um, and some of, for that little stretch there when we didn't have a fourth starter and we were running out bullpen games and the Dylan Covey experiment and this and that, uh, the bullpen was starting to get really overtaxed for a few weeks there. Excuse me. And, um, so for Sanchez to come in and do what he's done has just had so many, uh, cascading effects above just his own personal numbers and, um, the games that he's kept them in just to to stretch out uh that that role every fifth day and now now for them to have been able to transition to the six-man rotation post the Lorenzen trade um just kind of preserve some of these arms whether it be uh bullpen arms whether it be our starters as we have uh hopes obviously to go deep into October baseball um you know, an extra day here, an extra day there, an extra week here, as some of the guys have gotten due to the six-man rotation due, due, due to the emergence of Christopher Sanchez um, has had, had just so many uh, positive effects. It's it's almost uh, not possible to quantify them all. Um, so Christopher Sanchez has uh, just been an incredible uh part of this run this season story um as well as Edmundo Sosa is kind of settling into that role as well um so hats off to both of them I look forward to seeing it continue we got Sanchez on the mound tomorrow to close out the series versus the Angels at a uh, a day game um one o'clock start so hopefully he continues on with the stretch only only really only one bad outing for him I I think that was the game at home versus Kansas City. He ended up giving uh, six earned runs in that one. Um, you know, Kansas City's not a good team, but they were in the middle of a very hot stretch during that series. So, you know, starts like that will happen. Um, and it's only been one out of 13 this season. So 
Speaking of lefty starting pitchers for this team, a few injury reports. Ranger Suarez um, was back yesterday, uh, August 28th. He threw two-inning bullpen session, uh, 30 pitches. I believe it was 15 and 15. Um, said he was feeling good afterwards. Uh, all things continue to go as scheduled. He's supposed to throw another one on Friday, September 1st. Um, and Thompson said it's possible that he's back in the rotation this weekend in Milwaukee. A very big series coming up versus the Brewers in Milwaukee, the last kind of road trip for the Phillies. Only their, I think it's their first time post-All-Star break changing time zones. They're going to go to Milwaukee this uh, this weekend and then follow that up with uh, San Diego for three. And then that's it. That's the extent of their second-half um road trips you know so you got to think all these homestands all this staying in the time zone and everything has also contributed to to such a great august as as these players are settling into their own form of comfortability and and things of that nature um you know it all correlates it's put a little bit of everything into the pot and mix it around and um you know things like you know the psychological aspect definitely has a place and you got to think this uh extended homestand that the 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 scheduling gods bless them with with such an easy second half considering lack of travel and strength of schedule and things of that nature um anyway i was talking about uh milwaukee this weekend so thompson did say that suarez it is possible he'll be pitching this weekend um that probably or that would not be until sunday's game we have because uh suarez should throw the bullpen again on friday so we should have Wheeler going Friday, Nola Saturday, and Suarez on Sunday to close it out, perhaps. I mean, that could be a preview of their their um, rotational hierarchy moving forward, too, if, if Suarez can uh, come back strong from this injury, um, or this rest, I should say. That that could be your 1-2-3, Wheeler, Nola, and Suarez in a, in a short three-game series at the bank. So, um and if Suarez doesn't make it back uh, by Sunday, Milwaukee, it seems likely he should be back uh, for the San Diego series then. So it's good to th- see things moving in the right direction for Suarez. Um, Pache also uh, today, August 29th, is restarting his rehab down in AAA Re- Lehigh Valley. Um, so he's been out an extended period of time. First, it was the screw getting removed from his elbow. Um, and then when he came back initially at Lehigh Valley, uh, he was complaining of hip tightness. So they just kind of shut him down for a little bit. Restarting that tonight, um, target date is early September for Pat Shea. So at this point, um, you know, the Jake Cave situation, they, there will be an extended roster spots for one position player and one pitcher come September 1st. So by the time... Pache is ready to come back. They could uh, potentially just add him to the roster without having to make any any further moves. Um, so things going in the right direction with them. They're kind of the only two regulars, knock on wood, right now uh, that have been missing from this team. Now, Hoskins uh, was doing um, some interviews with some various media outlets and sat in on the uh, um, broadcast booth um, last week with the Phillies. So he says that he is currently on track uh, as far as his recovery uh, is concerned. 
He has been running two out of every three days for a few weeks now. He's hitting off of a tee. Uh, he hopes to start progressing to hitting uh, versus live pitches um, sometime soon. Uh, the next and most major step in his rehab, according to doctors right now, is uh, testing his ability to change directions, kind of the stop and go, the, you know. Um, so directionally running is going to be his next big step and to see how he feels in the aftermath of that. And then to build up on that every two or so days afterwards, um, there's still a long way to go. He's come a really long way. Everything has gone well, but still a really long way to go. Thompson has been um, kind of quelling a little bit of hope that, you know, maybe back by the end of the year, things like that. So it seems like there is zero chance that he'll, he will return in the regular season. Um, the organization is still showing signs of hope that um, they do emphasize deep on a, a playoff run, a, a deep playoff run. We could see him back, but... We'll see. We will keep tabs on this moving forward. I still, I still believe we could potentially be seeing a uh, a divisional series, maybe against the Braves again. Imagine Hoskins coming back game one or uh, first home game at Citizens Bank Park versus the Braves in the NLDS NLDS rematch of last year. Uh, maybe Strider will be on the mound again. Imagine him coming back and reenacting the the bat slam. Um, from last year so I still very much have hope uh for Hoskins coming back we we shall see though it's a it's a work in progress um only other thing so that's it for the injury updates uh only other thing I've been talking about a lot of fans were talking about post-trade deadline um and who knows what would have happened had we not traded Bailey Falter for Rodolfo Castro um but uh, I would still, Segura is still out there on the market, um, available. Um, maybe he's been out of the game a little too long now to kind of throw him back into a playoff mix. But um, I would still love to see, just just send Castro down to the minors, let him get his reps there for the rest of the year, and maybe play fall ball this year. And, you know, he's a long-term um, investment, so uh, it's not necessarily that we need him to contribute this year. There's plenty of years to keep developing him as a bench piece. Um, I would love to see Castro get sent down and, and Gene Segura signed. I mean, um, with Sosa on the team, Castro already felt a little bit redundant. Um, so with uh, with Sosa, Segura feels redundant, but he he should be better for this team right now than Castro, at least. So even though they're both somewhat replicas I would rather have Segura on this team than Castro I mean um on the field their number their numbers this year are, are fairly similar but do you gotta think again like I was saying with the um the stuff you can't really quantify um like the psychological aspect the the locker room aspect uh Segura is unanimously loved on this team um not that this team needs a shot in the arm right now but just uh just think what that that could do to the locker room vibes. Just kind of bringing, bringing the crew from last year back together in that fashion. Um, so I I don't know if it's possible at this point, um, but I would I would love to see Segura back on this team as a as a depth piece, as a bench piece, a potential pinch hitter slash runner here and there, defensive upgrade, you name it. Um, so 
think I'm going to leave it at that for today's show. Um, again, if you could follow me on Twitter, the show's Twitter page, it is at Phillies Focus. Um, again, my name's Lucas. Thank you always for listening. Uh, looking ahead to the week to come tonight, we got Lorenzen on the mound trying to bounce back after some not-so-great starts versus uh, lefty Tyler Anderson, former Philly for a day. Tyler Anderson traded for him, I believe, two years ago, I think. Um, never ended up making a star. There was something with a, a failed physical. Um, so no, he's not having the best year, but knowing uh, the Phillies, he is a lefty, so he could pitch them tough tonight. We'll see how that goes. So Lorenzen versus Anderson tonight, 640. Got the day game to close out the series tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Uh, Chris or 105 start time. Christopher Sanchez going against uh, left-handed pitcher again, Reed Detmers, um, who's not having a great year for the Angels either. Um, off day on Thursday. Uh, really getting used to this Thursday off day heading down um, these last two months of the year for the Phillies. Um, traveling all the way to Milwaukee on Friday for a weekend series. 8, 10 o'clock or 8, 0, 10. <clears throat> That's not a thing. 10 after 8 on Friday night. Uh, Phillies tee off versus the Brewers, because uh, they golf now, apparently, and they tee off. <laughs> um, uh, I got to end this episode before I say any more nonsense. So uh, 10 after 8, Friday night, Wheeler should be on the mound for the Phillies. Uh, Saturday, another primetime uh, nationally televised game, 7.15 start time on Fox on Saturday night. Should have Aaron Nola. Going on that one. Um, close out the series Sunday afternoon, 105. Could be Ranger Suarez back from injury. If not, could be Taiwan Walker. We shall see. Um, after that, head right to San Diego for a three-game set. Labor Day. Uh, got a late one more late one on the docket on Tuesday night. I believe that's a 940, either 940 or 945 start. Close it out on Wednesday and then return back home for Miami afterwards. So that'll do it for episode 24 of the Phillies Focus podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. Be back next week and go Phillies.